This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Life is full of awesome what-ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at UH1.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This is the Besotted Pride of West London podcast and it's the final whistle here at New Griffin Park and the final score, Brentford 2, Aston Villa 1. An absolutely terrific, tremendous result, as we'd say. After going 1-0 down, the mighty, mighty bees fought back hard. A few substitutions in the second half, brought the game back into the bees. Into the bees! Well, to the bees! And uh, to tell you something, it was a result that we, we needed and I think we deserved. Yeah, just about. Um, always nervous when you're hanging on at the end there, but I thought we played really well. First half, bit slow to get going. Subs made a difference. Yannick made a difference. Um, everyone picked up in the second half, I thought. Um, listen, it's a massive, massive three points, as always. Uh, happy New Year. Happy New Year to you as well. What a result, that's all I'm going to say. Yeah, absolutely. The last, last five minutes of, uh, of uh, were, were, were the longest five minutes of my... Of, of 2022 so far, but really for good performance by the bees. Our first goal, particularly, showed us when we played with pace and when we played forward, absolutely deserving that. That was a deserving result today. Onwards and upwards for 2022. So listen, all good here. We got we got visitors in the house here. First game at New Griffin Park as well. Come from Carolina via Sheffield as well. Come over from America for this game. I know you watch a lot of football. How did this game compare? Yeah, fantastic! Really impressed with the uh, the new stadium, intensity from the uh, fans and the, the community as well here at Brentford. Really, really uh, good experience. I love the game. So, congrats on the result. Yeah, I mean it was a listen a game of two hearts for Brentford in the first half. We got to be quite honest. We weren't very good. Uh, Villa went ahead in that game. We got an equaliser, great equaliser, but we were struggling in the first half. But second half we turned it around, didn't we? Yeah, definitely. I think much better pressing from the from the front for Brentford. Energy. And uh, two good goals, so uh, well done. That's right. Safe run, safe, safe trip back. Thanks, Billy. Take care, mate. Yeah, listen, we've got the Tom, we've got the Tom, the Tom, the Tommy L in the house, Tommy L in the house. So listen, the Tommy L, so what are you saying? I mean, listen, this game, guess a game of two halves. But um, uh, listen, we did all right now, didn't we? We did all right. I, I'm not sure we deserve the points, but, but you know what? We, we were searching hard for a win. The boys worked really hard. I think Russell has been great the last two games. He got an assist and a goal today. Uh, I think he just sums up a bit of an excellent team effort tonight. And then and the, and the substitutions as well. I mean, you know, sometimes the substitutions don't go right, but today the substitutions picked up for us, didn't it? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm not sure I entirely agree with Godos at left wing back, but Yanel uh, came on, a bit of composure, what we needed in the last 15, 20 minutes. And uh, I think he probably gets my man in the match, actually. You bees, you bees. So listen. Right, we got listen. We got Villa Band in the house here today as well. Listen, just tell me about that game. A game or two hours, definitely, wasn't it? 
game of two halves. I think we controlled the game without really creating many chances and got what we deserved in the end. And Brentford took their chances and well done. I mean, let's say, okay, Villa, I mean, listen, good close control. They play some great football. I mean, that goal that you scored, unbelievable turn to leave the man, place the ball off and put it in the, in the corner, wasn't it? Yeah, I thought Ings was really good all week, all, all, all game. Uh, made some good runs, but we just didn't get the ball up enough to him. Quality wasn't as good in the final third, but one of those games where you don't take your chances, don't create enough and make some mistakes, and that's what you get in the, in the Premier League. But I thought Brentford played some good football um, and took their chances. And, and the second half, I'm going to say, because we obviously changed it up a bit. We, were, <laughs> we couldn't have been as bad as we were in the first half. We changed it up a bit as well. We put in a couple of substitutions as well. And we, we took a little bit more control of the game in the second half. Do you think a, a, a win was a fair result? Or do you think maybe it should be a draw? I think a draw probably would have been fairer. But then, as I say, you have to take your chances. I thought our mistake was, was letting that goal in in the first half. We were in control of the game, 1-0 up towards half-time and, and, and made a, uh, a defensive error and game changes. And I thought Brentford were much better in the second half. So, okay, safe journey. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Got bees in the house here. Listen. Listen. So, listen. Yeah. How pleased were you with that result? Tell me. I was just pleased that Jan out come on, to be honest. It was on for, what, 20 minutes? And I still give him man the match. But, yeah, that's a big win. You really, really needed that one. Especially after the Man City game. We played well enough to get something out of that game. I'm just glad we came out of here and didn't think we just played for the draw or something like that. So, you know, really pleased that win. I mean, listen, we've got all these injuries, we've got all this COVID. At one stage, it was looking bleak for us, but now looking, first game in the new year, another three points, we must be going close to top 10 again. I mean, it's been an amazing season, isn't it? Yeah, I think, let's not get ahead of ourselves. We're in top 10, let's not get ahead of ourselves, because realistically, we're not too far off relegation zone either. So we just need to basically really need to give our heads in the game now because we're coming into the hard slog of the season. We have momentum from promotion. Christmas and injuries have hit really hard now. So it's, it's going to be a hard slog. We've got three away games on the trot. So we can't, like, we're not out of the clear yet. But no, it's looking good. It's looking good. But it sets us nicely for Liverpool there, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> looking forward to that one? Are you going? Oh, we're all going. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm going, yeah. Ubees. I'll be there. Ubees. More singing and dancing. Oh, Jesus. They've fallen over. So listen, more singing, more dancing. What a, res what a result, eh? Were you, how, how happy were you with that? Delighted. Absolutely. We needed that. We've got some tough games coming up. We deserve it, eh? Come on. Come on, you bees. Come on, you bees. Then it's up in a lot of very, very, very happy New Year. New Year. So look, listen, what are you saying? What are you saying? What are you saying about this? Listen, I know you boys. You guys, listen, you are delighted. I saw you jumping around like a like an absolute antelope. Do, do antelopes jump? I've got no idea. Tell me about it. Oh, man. Second half. All about second half, really. We were absolutely fantastic going forward. We had nothing really going forward in the first half. Billy could have probably scored two or three. We rode our luck a bit, but second half we came out. We changed it up a bit. Fantastic finish by Wiesa. Great delivery by Roslev. And then, obviously, we nicked it, you know, ten minutes to the end, and we held out. So... Massive three points today. It was a disjointed first half. We looked poor. We were really, really unlucky to be in the game at half-time. But second half, yeah, Thomas Frank had a word. We changed things up and we looked a lot more impressive. And I think, you know, we are maybe lucky to sink three points, but that was a great performance. You know, what a result. Lucky to sink three points or calculated? I don't think calculated. We started slow. We wanted it. We went for it. We won it. It's all that counts. <laughs> Indeed. Come on, you bees. 
Yes, he runs! So, Beast fans streaming out the stadium and uh, smiles on their faces because uh, this wasn't quite a West Ham nicking, wasn't it? Because we had a, probably a little bit more in our... Uh, we probably had a little bit more in, 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 in the gas, in the, in, in the tank on this one to West Ham, but still, we, we kind of nicked this one, didn't we? Uh, yeah, it was, it, was a, it, was a, it was a bit of a slow turn around the game, wasn't it? I think we started really badly. First 30 minutes weren't really, it didn't look like we were trying hard enough, mate. They, they were working harder than us, so that was frustrating. Do you think they're out sort of, on the New Year's celebrations? Uh, very possibly, maybe a bit of a New Year's Eve festivities. Yes. But um, yeah, first 30 minutes or so was, wasn't there, and then a little bit of class from Vissa, um, you know. Um, I think Jensen's a really good pass down to Rosler, puts it in. Visser, you know, I think he's got it in his tank, isn't he? He's got really technically good, got very, very good control of his feet, and he gets under control, puts it in. And it changes the game, but even I, I like the way today it felt like we turned it around from being, yeah, starting very badly. We turned the performance around, they managed to get themselves on top of it. And but is, it, is that slowness again? Because why do we always start so slowly? Yeah, it was just as Norgard said last week, wasn't it? Against. Um, well, City or maybe Bright or whatever, but well, both the same really. But poor first half, and uh, yeah, it's weird. I don't know how we. It just didn't look like we were that up for it to start with, but uh, turned it around. And it's fantastic, and again, this win really takes the pressure off. You know, we have got some really hard games coming up in the next four. We have got Liverpool and Man City twice. I think in the next four or five, maybe in league games. So this, this is I mean, for me. This was a big one because we always want to keep that gap nine, ten points off the, off the relegation. And today does that. So uh, yeah, really happy. So Villa fans in the house, here we go as well. So first of all, I'd just say to you, welcome back. We've missed you for a few years. Like, you know, so we met you years back and like, you know, you've done the manners every year. You come down here to the Globe. You bring your couple of coaches, come down here. You, you have your beers. We come and have a good chat. We have a good drink. And then you go home and then I might even meet up with you at Villa at some time. Yeah, I came down to your know, social like, club as well. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Which is all good. taking three points off us, you bastards. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I, did, I was going to come on to that. Yeah, I was yeah. going to come on to that. But listen, that was, and we say this, and it's cliche time now. It definitely was a game of two hours now, wasn't it? Yeah, we're both of them. I thought we had the first 30 minutes. We played like we played at Norwich. First 30 minutes looked good. Just can't finish teams off when we're on top. 1 0, 2 0. It's a totally different game. At 1 0, you've always got a chance. I'm and then you scored that goal was superb. The equaliser, superb goal. I mean, we scored the goal, we went in, won all at half time. Second time, we came out. I mean, first half, we weren't, we weren't really at the races other than that back end of the game. Yeah. And the second half, we came out a different team. And it's almost like we thought that maybe that. <laughs> They're on New Year's celebration, you know what I'm saying? In the first half, and the, the hungover, the hangover yeah. wore off yeah. in the second half a little bit, and you could start seeing that we started coming at you, wouldn't we? Yeah, yeah, definitely. And uh, you, you, you know, after what had happened against Man City, where I thought your legs might go, not at all. You just kept going. Every time we had any sort of a sniff of a chance, you were surrounding us. Your players were on it all the time. Full credit, full credit, brilliant. And- and, 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 and I'm going to say as well because it's one all till sort of relatively late in the game yeah. did you see the game slipping away or did you think that you'd be able to hold on I mean did you feel uh, Brentford are getting there they're getting there they're getting there I was thinking there's only one team going to win it and I'm hoping that it's going to be you know it weren't going to be us I was just hoping it was going to be a draw set the draw yeah. set the draw now because Brentford have got a history of last minute uh, goals against Villa. Haven't I? Even at Villa Park. Yeah, yeah. And I was just looking at my watch thinking, here we go. Yeah. yeah, just leave. It won't be long now, sure enough. And, and you know, we've got a history of letting in late goals. <laughs> yeah. Both, you know, 
even in the first half. You know, we, man, when we played Man City the other week, we're going, hang on till half-time, hang on till half-time, bang, goal. You know, so it's like we can't play for a full half, if you know what I mean. So, 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 so for example, so today, I mean, you you came down and there's a cheer, just like at New Griffin Park in the second half in that yeah. final goal, Whitney. <laughs> we were just mimicking that, but anyway. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but they're saying that, but listen, I mean, the first... Visit to New Griffith Park. What were your what, what were your thoughts? They didn't have any lager on at half time. They ran out. Oh, did they? No, no lager. It was just cider and um, London Pride, I think. It's a good away end. Lots yeah. of space. Oh, cracking view. Yeah, can't fault the view. Decent space. You get in and out the concert courses easily. A damn sight better than Palace and Liverpool. And what yeah. about the what about the atmosphere? Well, there wasn't much until second half. What do you think? It was dead for both fans. It was a New Year's hangover, wasn't it, really? Second half, both uh, Brentford finally got behind the team, and it showed. I don't know. Could you hear us at your end? Yeah, we did. At the yeah. beginning of the game, we can hear you singing. At right at the beginning, and we yeah. thought you're, you're up for a bit of a party, but then yeah, yeah. I think both of us were on a bit of a kind of like, yeah. after the, the, the Lord Mayor's show yeah. kind of <laughs> situation, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but in general, I mean, you've had a good day out, though. I mean, oh, forget yeah. the game. It's always a good day out in... Brentford, in it, you know, top boozer, top people, yeah. always top make us welcome. Good fans, never any trouble. It's yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I agree. Uh, do I enjoy coming here? It's, it's a good day out. I think we had a. It was nice to come to a new ground. I think it's, it's a nice stadium. And I think that, yeah, as, as Hap said, the facilities are good. It was just a disappointing result for us, really. But and, just, and I'm going to and I'm going to touch wood here a little bit. And it looks like we might be playing each other next season. So we'll see you back yeah. here again next season. Oh, yeah. Another 57 years before we beat you. Norwich have gone. Yeah. I think a lot of the people want Newcastle to go if they're going to start chucking money at it. I think they're going to be everybody's sort of get down sort of team. Watford aren't looking good. So I think I can't see Brent. I can't see Brentford as a team in a relegation struggle. Not not just based on today, but based on. The season in general, I would say, yeah, Nor- Norwich, Newcastle, Burnley, Watford, th- those are the teams, Leeds perhaps, but Brentford, no, I, I can't imagine they're going to get dragged into that. Just got to be wary of your second, the old second season syndrome. You'll be fine this season. We worry, we worry next, about we worry about that next season. We worry yeah. about that next season. We'll have a gym. But anyway, listen. Fingers crossed. I'll see. Hopefully, I'll see you lot guys back here at uh, Beer um, in twelve months' time. Yeah. <laughs> bees in the house and uh, like I said to you we're, uh, we're here at the pub we just listened to the, the Villa fans who uh, listen they've played it by ear listen it's great to be quite honest with you listen great they're coming down every year, every season they come down when we played them and we've had a right good drink up together and we've had a right good laugh together and listen we win actually most of the time that's probably why we quite like it <laughs> you know and we don't be the but that's nothing to do with it actually because at the end of the day as you know we're kick football out of football policy and uh, it doesn't go right for us all the time and, and that's why we end up in the pub so much before and after the game because this is where we get our joy if the football isn't going particularly well but the football went particularly well today didn't it? It did indeed yeah it was, uh, it was a, a strange uh, first half where uh, the best way I can describe it is bitty it was bitty uh, we didn't seem to have so much of a game plan it was B- Bitty McLean yeah? Bitty McLean <laughs> yeah, yeah it was uh, but uh, I, I have to say, as someone who had a lot of faith in Sam and Godos, lost it um, when he came on 
we had a uh, forward-facing purpose. And that, I feel like, was a massive difference. A lot of the time it was safe, it was balls across, it was about containment and trying to keep possession. When Samos came on, came on he, he, uh, uh, when uh, Sammy came on, he, uh, he, he gave us uh, a, a forward-facing winger. Now, I'm not saying like he should play every week or anything like that, or he needs to replace someone, but the last few games, he's become fairly evident that when he comes on, he ignites something. Um, whether you want to call him a super sub or whatever, but obviously he, he got a penalty a few weeks ago. Um, I just feel like he is someone who gives us an edge going forward and I feel like we need to keep involving him. And he doesn't lose the ball as much as other players do as well, does he? He doesn't, no. no, no he's, he's, he's a quick flicker, <laughs> is the uh, best way to describe him. He, uh, there was a couple of great little turns, got people out of trouble, passed it on to people and it's subtle, mo- subtle differences that he, he, he brings into the game which create opportunities, which allow a bit of space for, you know, supporting players like Norgard and so on. Uh, and then, amazingly, you get Roslev on second chance Sunday, uh, go and uh, score a winner. So, you know, it's, it's, it's a very, very good three points. You know, we, we, we're now level one points with Villa. Uh, we're a, a further away from Watford, which is ultimately the key goal of creating that gap. Um, and we're not technically halfway through the season so um, not the best performance but those are the if we were a Man City those are the type of performances that people at Sky Sports would say uh, those are the games that we knew the title you know grounding out result so bees in the house we're sitting here watching uh, you know, some of our Premier League uh, rivals uh, on the television at the moment now I think Chelsea I think one is in the, I think the Liverpool is the other one, the Premier League rivals, uh, battling it out amongst each other. We know what that's like, actually, don't we? But we were battling it out amongst our other Premier League rival, the Aston Villa today. And a uh, very good game uh, in the end. Atmosphere was a bit flat at times. We talked about that, but it picked up in the end. But it was a good result, and we had two goals that were scored uh, by Wiesa and by also by Rosliff. But one player that wasn't on the the score sheet today was a player that everyone talks about every time all the pundits everyone talks about him Ivan Tony. how did you see him today? Um, yeah I thought um, he played okay I don't think he had our best, his best ever game but I think if he's not if Brian's not there I think he's he always struggles a bit um, but yeah you know like you cannot fault his work rate he's always there he's always in there he's always like making important blocks you know getting winning the ball but um, I just didn't see the goal threat from him today. But like I say, I don't think it's his fault. But I'm going to ask you a question, OK? And listen, I love Ivan. I think he's great. And yeah, we, we boast massively about the fact that he's all over the park. He's yeah. defending. He's heading. He's throwing the ball to him. He's all over the place. But then, you know, somebody turned around to me and said, you know, he's, he's not in the position. He's the, goal, he's the best goal scorer that we've got on the side. Shouldn't he be, shouldn't be scoring goals? Shouldn't be up there? And they're wondering whether or not he's working so hard, doing everything else... That is taken away from his main job, which should be goal scoring. Now, is that his fault, or is it the fault that he's trying to compensate for his teammates? What do you think? I think, like, a manager and a coaching team, they know what his best position is. You know, if they thought he was, he should be an out-and-out striker, they play him as an out-and-out striker, but I think they can see that he's got so many other skills, like holding the ball up, which is, like, massively important, particularly in the Premier League. Um, and so I think, you know, the coaching staff, like I said, and the manager, know where, know where we, they wanted to play. And so we're playing him in that place. Uh, you know, and we're looking for Brian to run on uh, to him. Uh, we said to be further forward. Um, and I know Force hasn't had uh, much of a, 
much of a look in over the last few games, but um, but maybe he's uh, he's the guy to do that. I don't think I don't think it's basically. I think question you're asking is is he playing out of position? I don't think he is. You know, he does score goals, but he does a massive load for the rest of the team as well. He does as well. And you're talking about force. We talked about this on the pre-Villa podcast. Our view is that force will go out alone uh, sometimes this season because he's not getting a look in and he needs game time. Uh, whether or not we'll be able to find the right team for him, that's going to be a question. Uh, whether or not also the injuries, and you know, that's a question. And whether or not you know, we might need to bring a player in if force goes out, that's going to be a big question. But I could tell you, undoubtedly, force is on the old... Let's get see if we can get him alone to get him some more game time. Coming back to um, Roslev. Yeah. Roslev, now listen, this is a kid who's like, he's in the side, he's out the side, but he had a tremendous game today, didn't he? Yeah, he played really, really well. He was just up and down that, up and down that right side, and I'm so happy for him to score. Um, yeah, it's brilliant. Like, uh, you know, they moved Kados across the other side, um, and it was really good that uh, the management felt that he was uh, the right person to come in. And uh, he did, uh, yeah, he played really well. So um, I'm pleased for him. And uh, if Rico is out for longer, then that is good that uh, we've got Carlos who can cover the left and Roslev who can cover the right. And yeah. And, and, and he's shown what he could do. I mean, we are looking at a right wing back again. If you check out the post. The pre-match podcast as well, we talked about that a lot. Where you know, Vanderson didn't come in from Brazil, but we're still looking at other right-wing backs. But do you think that his showing today means that maybe we should just chill out and maybe even if we're going to do that, look at it in, 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 in the summer? Or do you think, no, this is a position that we still do need to fill? Well, the thing is, after we've seen over the last few weeks with like COVID and injuries and stuff, we need to strengthen as much as we can. So... Yeah, it's great that we got Roslev, but I think definitely he needs a backup as well. You know, he's young as well. You know, he can get injured. He can come out of form. So I think he's great as it is, but I think getting someone else in to cover that uh, right wing back position is uh, something we should definitely do. So, bees in the house. Got the laney man in the house here. And like you said, I'm going to sit down here because I'm very happy. I've sat down here. I've had a very nice day today. Come up here with my daughter, Bella, and her friend, Bella. And we've had a nice few food and drink beforehand and chatting and met some chums and the Villa Posse have come up nice and early and it's lovely to see him. The Sutton Coalfield Villa, massive in the house. Hatchet and True, I'm giving you a big shout out to that one as well. Really good to see you. I know the result didn't go your way but it's all about the manners and uh, I'll still give the manners for you lot as well. We got the result. I'm happy. I know that you're happy as well. I know you've done a few Villa books and this has got nothing to do with that but you know you've got a bit of a link with the Villa so this has probably been extra special for you hasn't it? Yeah, today was all about the result. I, I didn't think we played anywhere near our best, but once again, there was a spirit about Brentford, and you, you felt that there was always something that could happen. Uh, the first half was really frustrating. We didn't do, do ourselves any sort of justice. We couldn't keep the, we couldn't pass to one another, and it was it was a really hard watch. I thought the first half, um, and it, it was very very unlike Brentford, and uh, it, it could only get better. And I, and I and I thought and I said I said to the bloke next to me, um, you know, one of my Villa lot, and uh, I said, you know, we, we can only get better second half, and, and we did do that. We 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 started to crank it up. Um, Luckily, we got that equaliser. Visa, I mean, it was it's probably the only bit of quality we did in the first half. We passed it backwards and forwards, backwards and forwards, and then we broke their press. Villa were really good at pressing us, I thought, first half. But it was an incredible reverse pass by Jensen. Um, Rosler fed it into Wieser, and Wieser found a perfect finish 
it was it was a stunning goal. In in I'm not quite sure what we got with Wiesa, but he does score goals. He scores a lot of goals. Um, and in the second half, I just felt we were we were cranking it up. You know, they were always dangerous, but Brentford today they had a belief that that they, they could get a goal late on, and it come from an unlikely source. Roslev got two bites at that cherry, and luckily the second one found the back of the net, and and the place went crazy. And Griffin Park, New Griffin Park, had a had a had a brilliant welcome to 2022 today. Again, that's all that's all I'm going to say. It was all about the result today. We're on 23 points. We're more than comfortable, and it's a brilliant start to the new year. Happy New Year! Happy New Year! So listen, this is the besotted pride of West. London podcast brought to you by AIP Media um, and uh, <laughs> AIP dot media as well. Listen, I've had too many mean times, but you know, uh, AIP Media there are possibly on the south coast as well, which is all good. But like I said to you, yeah, we've been. Uh, I've had a great, great day today. Like I said, I've enjoyed it. I'm really pleased that we got the three points. I feel very relaxed now. FA Cup on Saturday against Port Vale. What happened there? What happens if we lose? I'll be honest with you. I don't mind because. I'd rather us made it just, you know, I don't mind because we need to get points in the bag, you know, and, and too many matches I think might just scupper us a bit, still with our injuries and still with our very thin squad. So if we get a result, it's cool. We don't we see what goes on. But after that is the Liverpool game, which is the game that I'm very much looking forward to. And I'd like us to Yeah, we've got Southampton as well. That scuppered things a little bit as well. We've got Southampton Tuesday night. Don't forget, if you have a Southampton ticket and you cannot use it, you've got until the fifth of January to send it back to the club. You can send it by email to them as well. And then they'll destroy it for you and you get your money back from that as well. But hopefully we're going to see lots of Bees fans down there and it's going to be all good. It's on Tuesday the 11th of January. But this is Besotted Bridal West London podcast. Subscribe to us on all good podcast channels. Buy us a beer, besotted.com forward slash beer. But other than that, I'm very much looking forward to doing our uh, review podcast, which we may or may not do. If not... We're going to do a podcast at some time, but I'm Billy Grant here. I'm doing Laney's. We're doing something else. Good afternoon. We beat Villa. Come on, you bees. Very happy. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.